friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA Sunny Young in Washington. Welcome to the April 19th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. Let's give a Sunny Side of Sports salute to Kenyan athletes Evans Chibet and Paris Chepcherchir, who won the men's and women's titles Monday at the Boston Marathon. Ladies first, Olympic champion Chepcherchir won a thrilling race against Ethiopia's Ababo Yeshene in a seesaw sprint to the finish line. The two traded places eight times in the final mile before Jep Churchier pulled ahead for good on Boylston Street in Boston. Her winning time, two hours, 21 minutes and one second. Ababel Yeshene clocked two hours, 21 minutes and five seconds. And Mary Ngugi of Kenya placed third in two hours, 21 minutes and 32 seconds. Paris Jepcherchir earned a first place prize of $150,000 and Boston's traditional gilded olive wreath to go with her Olympic gold medal from Japan and 2021 New York City Marathon title. In the men's race in Boston, Evans Chibet won his fourth career marathon after previous wins in Argentina, Japan, and Spain. Chibet finished in 2 hours, 6 minutes, and 51 seconds. Kenyan countrymen Lawrence Chirono and Benson Kipruto finished 2nd and 3rd, respectively. Chirono, the 2019 Boston champion, finished 30 seconds back. And defending Boston champion Kipruto was 36 seconds back. Hello, sports fans. This is Paul Tergat, marathon champion from Kenya. You are listening to the Sony side of sports on the Voice of America. Voice of America! The 126th running of the world's oldest annual marathon saw the Boston race return to its traditional spring start for the first time since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. Organizers say more than 28,000 runners started the race. Elsewhere in African athletics, a Kenyan woman has built on her country's great heritage in the sport by co-founding a running shoe company. VOA's Carol Gunsberg tells us more. Navalaya Osembo is the CEO of Enda, a company that makes running footwear and apparel. She aims to build on Kenya's reputation as a global leader in distance running by producing shoes while creating jobs. When you consider just how successful we've been in the running space, but then also against a backdrop of poverty and high unemployment, why can't we as Kenya also create economic advantage in the running space, which we are very well known for? Osembo co-founded Enda with Weldon Kennedy, a social activist and running shoe nerd. They met in 2015 and began discussing how Kenyans could benefit from their running culture. Footwear is really the, the tool of the runner, is, is the running shoe. And so if we were going to make a big splash as Kenya on the running scene, it had to be shoes. And also it's because it hadn't been done before, so we had to try to do it. Enda produces shoes for daily training, longer distance, and trail running. All are made in partnership with Emoja Rubber Products, 
a shoe manufacturing company based in the coastal town of Kalifi. And as high-performance shoes aren't cheap, with a suggested retail price starting at $120, 80% of Enda's customers are in the United States, 8% in Europe, and 12% in Kenya. One of those customers is Henry Wanyoaiki, a Kenyan Paralympic champion. The blind long-distance runner has used Enda shoes for four years. They are shoes for training, like now what I'm wearing today. And also we have the shoe for competition. Eda is one of the, the what we can show to the world. This is something which has been made in Kenya. I feel good because I'm promoting Kenya. Run Repeat, a U.S.-based website that reviews running shoes, says running has increased in popularity over the last decade. Enda looks to expand beyond elite athletes into the recreational running space that is growing both in Kenya and across the world. Carol Gunsberg... VOA News. Hi guys, I'm Ferdinand Omanyala, the fastest man in Africa, African 100-meter record holder. And now you're listening to Sunny's Side of Sports on The Voice of America. Kenya recently held its first all-female auto rally competition, and organizers hope the inaugural race will attract more women to motorsports. VOA's Gwen Uten has more details. Sporty greetings, Gwen. Sporty greetings, Sunny. Dubbed the Lioness Rally, the female-only motorsport championship was the first of its kind in a sport that is mostly dominated by men. Eight teams with all female drivers were featured in the inaugural event that took place in the Kenyan capital, Nairobi. A large number of spectators gathered to witness history take place on the circuit, including rally fan Sonoli Wanjiru, who felt empowered by the women behind the wheel. I think an event like this is so important because I'm sure there are some women who are shy in joining and they're not sure whether they will be able to find a car or be able to just, you know, be part of it. And seeing that this is their first time as here and they were able to join and they did their best, which I think it just inspires women to come out of their shell. Last month's rally also attracted a lineup of both first-time and veteran female drivers. But Kenyan Maxine Wahome and partner Safina Khan led the pack and finished the seven-mile race with an impressive 13-second lead. Wahome made her competitive debut at the Safari Rally in 2021 and competed in the Kenyan National Rally Championship and the Rwanda ARC Championship that same year. And as the headliner for the inaugural Lioness Rally, the 27-year-old said she believes the event has drummed up interest in seeing more women compete in motorsports. If we have more rallies like this, we can get to having a WRC of only women, but it takes it takes a while. So hopefully we can have a big Kenyan one. Let's see where we can go from there. But it's it at least now you can see people are more interested. There's a lot of spectators, more than we've had even in the Kenyan National. So with the ladies in the sport, I guess people are interested in ladies, so they want to see the action. 
The inaugural Lioness Rally was staged during Women's History Month in March, a time when countries throughout the world recognize and celebrate the achievements of women. Event founder Lisa Christofferson said she hopes the outcome of the first all-female crew rally will continue to empower women to make their mark on the sport. Course clerk and rally driver Joan Nesbitt agrees and adds competing in motorsports is actually much easier than it seems. I'd like to see more women coming and joining. As they've seen now, it's not that hard. Everybody thought it was a big deal, but it's actually not that hard. With the success of the Lioness Rally, organizers hope the inaugural race will entice more women to compete in motorsports. And that is all from me, Sunny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uden. Join me, Heidi Adams, on the next Straight Talk Africa. I'll have an exclusive interview with Wamkele Mene, Secretary General of the African Continental Free Trade Agreement, set to be the world's largest free trade zone. Plus, a new report reveals a link between the media's portrayals of Africa on the next Straight Talk Africa. This Wednesday at 18.30 UTC. The Basketball Africa League is back. Voice of America joins forces with Africa's Premier Men's Basketball League to bring you the second season of the BAL. 38 games, 12 teams leaving it all on the court in Senegal, Egypt and Rwanda to determine the 2022 season champion. Tune in to VOA 24-7, FMs and to our radio and TV affiliates for some action. Pre-game, play-by-play, post-game, daily highlights, delivered by our finest commentators. Basketball Africa League 2022 on Voice of America. May the best team win. Basketball Africa League 2022 resumes Tuesday evening with the final two Nile Conference games in Cairo, Egypt. In the opening contest, Espor Fukash from the Democratic Republic of Congo will play the Cape Town Tigers from South Africa. And that will be followed by a game between defending league champion Zamalek of Egypt and FAP of Cameroon. FAP, Zamalek, and Cape Town have all advanced to the Basketball Africa League playoffs next month in Kigali, Rwanda, and so has Petro de Luanda of Angola. Espor Fukash and Cobra Sport of South Sudan have officially been eliminated from advancing. In results Monday in Cairo, FAP defeated Cobra Sport 71 to 64 and Petro pounded Fukash 94 to 64. Hall of Fame basketball player Dikembe Mutombo has been attending the games in Cairo. Dikembe is excited about Cameroonian star Joel Embiid finishing the season as the NBA scoring champion. And Dikembe has a special message. My message is very simple. These are young men come from the continent. 
who went to basketball with our border. Today, the kids is the NBA scoring champion from Africa, from Cameroon, went to BWB. Who will ever talk the son of the continent from BWB will be one, maybe the next MVP of this beautiful game we call the NBA. That joy come from me. We got a scoring champion from the continent, from the motherland, from here. It doesn't get better than this. That's Hall of Fame basketball player Dikembe Mutombo speaking in Cairo, Egypt. On Monday night, NBA scoring champion Joel Embiid tallied a game-high 31 points to help lead the Philadelphia 76ers to a big playoff victory over the visiting Toronto Raptors. The AP's Michael Luongo reports from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A big second quarter propelled the 76ers to a 112-97 win over the Raptors in Game 2 of their first-round series. Down by one, Philadelphia took control and Danny Green hit a pair of three-point baskets that ignited a 15-4 run that was kept by six straight points by Tyrese Maxey. We knew coming into this series that we were going to have to, we're going to be putting a lot of tough one-on-one situations, tough one-on-one matchups, and uh, you know we're trying to guard our yard. Joel Embiid hit a three-point basket in the third quarter that pushed the lead to 27 and beat it a game high of 31 points. Going into the game, I knew uh, what the strategy was, um, you know, especially listening to everything I would say. Uh, so you know, from the get-go, uh, you know, I, I didn't really want them to set that tone. I wanted uh, myself and you know us to set that tone. Maxi had the 23 for the Sixers, who took the two games to non lead in this best of seven series. OG Ananobi had 26 for the Raptors. Michael Luongo, Philadelphia. Thanks, Michael. In Dallas, Texas, the Dallas Mavericks beat the Utah Jazz 110-104 to to even that first-round playoff series at one game each. Guard Jalen Brunson scored a career-high 41 points to lead the Mavs, who again were without young Slovenian star Luka Doncic. Doncic strained his left calf muscle nine days ago in the regular season finale. Dallas coach Jason Kidd says Doncic continues to make progress, so we might see him in this series against Utah. In San Francisco, California, the Golden State Warriors cruise to a 20-point playoff win Monday night against the Denver Nuggets. The AP's Ryan Leong reports. The Warriors outscored the Nuggets 44-30 in the third quarter en route to a 126-106 win. The victory gives Golden State a 2-0 series lead. Stephen Curry scored a game-high 34 points off the bench in 23 minutes, making five threes. Like when you're forced into a minute restriction, it kind of makes the decision a little easier. But it's like I want to be out there um, like with a constant kind of flow throughout the game. Obviously, I will be out there in a closing you know, lineup in the big moments of games. Jordan Poole added 29 points, and Klay Thompson had 21. The Nuggets with 26 points by Nikola Jokic, but he was ejected in the fourth quarter. Game three is Thursday night in Denver. Ryan Leong, 
San Francisco. Thanks, Ryan. In more NBA news, Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics has become the first guard in more than 25 years to win the league's Defensive Player of the Year award. The 28-year-old Smart ranked seventh in the NBA in steals per game at 1.68, and Smart tied for sixth in the league in total steals with 119. Now, if you're keeping score, the last guard to win the NBA's Defensive Player of the Year award was Seattle's Gary Payton during the 1995-1996 season. Marcus Smart received 257 total points and earned 37 first-place votes from a panel of 100 NBA sports writers and broadcasters. And speaking of broadcasters, I'm VOA's Sonny Young, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Hi, this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address, facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle, at VOA Sunny Sports. What was the social media landscape like during this year's Africa Cup of Nations football tournament in Cameroon? That's the question Iron Mike Mbonye posed to the CEO of Result Sports, Mario Leo. The social media landscape during AFCON has been absolutely buzzing um, because the AFCON, with all its stars, yeah, with, with the teams, uh, with the surprise uh, results, yeah, with Sierra Leone um, entering the knockout stage, um, and that's been, been really very positive, very impactful, especially for social media where the discussion takes place. Just to give you a couple of highlights, I mean, the the, the Continental Africa Federation, the, the CAF, they gained alone 2.45 million followers across their social media platform. They announced a partnership with TikTok just at the beginning of the tournament, and TikTok alone gained more than 1.5 million followers. Just incredible um, numbers from from social media community's perspective. Um, Nigeria, yeah, who had a superb group stage match, gained more than 90% of their followers um, added to the community during the group stage and, and added more than 200,000 followers on it um, with 80,000 on Twitter, um, 75,000 on Instagram, 26,000 um, on, on Facebook for the, for the um, NFF 
for the Nigerian Football Federation and 20,000 for the national team for the Super Eagles. So Ivory Coast, for example, they, they gained um, 300,000 followers. Algeria, which dropped out of uh, after the group stage, they gained 450,000 followers. So you can see this is just an incredible amount. And Senegal, the newly crowned AFCON winner, gained almost 200,000 followers. From a total number, it doesn't sound huge. But when you believe Senegal started the tournament with 380,000 and finished the tour tournament now with more than 600,000, you can see that they doubled their social media community. And when we see the scenes of their arrival um, in Dakar, absolutely incredible. It is understood that some lowly rated teams or so-called minnows in African football got more followers. How did it happen? I personally believe that there's no minnows or small teams anymore overall um, because obviously football has developed a tremendous amount of technology. We've got video analysis, analysts um, checking out the teams before. And, and, come, and the hosts in Cameroon obviously had a very strict bubble and, and, and rules for, for um, international guests. So you had to be very com compliant, had to be vaccinated, had to be tested negative and anything in order to enter the country. And in order to enter, it, it was, what, there was, there were too many obstacles for the majority of, of fans. And therefore all nations um, and all fans from the participating um, countries obviously stayed at home and followed the match on TV, on, pro on radio, on broadcast, but discussed the tournament completely on social media. So the, the smaller teams gained tremendous amount of following. Cap Verde, for example, they started the tournament with, with 33,000 followers, gained 30,000 followers and ended the tournament with, with doubling the numbers to 63,000 followers. Sierra Leone started the tournament with 18K followers and ended the tournament with 45,000 followers, yeah, more than doubling their numbers. Um, and, and I can go on and on um, with, with these um, numbers. Yeah, Guinea um, gained 40K followers from 200 to 240,000. Um, Burkina Faso gained 30,000 followers from 50 to over 80,000. So um, obviously the social media channels in such a large tournament are obviously the key connection point, touch point for fans to their stars, to their legends, to their federations who are playing abroad at one of the biggest tournaments um, in Africa and in the world. What was the social media followers of some big names in African football? Did it improve or drop? I can already confirm to you that there's no single event of, of dropping numbers, um, even though yeah, the, the teams haven't performed to expectations or the players haven't performed to expectation. Obviously, Senegal finally, yeah, after lost the last final, yeah, gained themselves and ground themselves to be the African champion, um, have been have been the star of the tournament there yeah, with Sadio Mane, Abdou Diallo and, and, and many, many other players. They gained just tremendous amount of, of following on social media. So during the 30 days of AFCON, Sadio Mane gained close to 800,000 followers yeah, he, he, on, on Instagram alone. So he, I mean, he was already with, with 9 million, a very, very strong um, individual, but now he's at 9.9 .9 million. He's closing 
um, down um, the gap to to other global players, global football players uh, above him. Mo Salah, yeah, who led the team, who took responsibilities at penalty shootouts, he gained during AFCON almost one million followers. And you can see because obviously their teams in the Premier League uh, wish the players good luck. They they send out good luck messages. They wish they they send congratulations messages after they succeeded to the next round, which obviously kept the players from a media perspective always on a very high. And that's the reason why the social media co- uh, communities and the social media users get aware of these players. The players become more known, more famous, uh, more recognized. And obviously their pathway to be legends, especially for the Senegalese players who sort of been the first time ever African champion, they have now entered the history books, not only in the tradition that continues, because unlocking the digital potential uh, with AFCON is just the beginning of what's going to happen and how Africa is going to impact the, the world of sports. That's Mario Leo, the CEO of Result Sports. And Mario spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Germany. My name is Mario Leo. I'm the founder and chief executive of Result Sports. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you, Mario. Heather Maxwell, host of Music Time in Africa. Join me every Saturday and Sunday for an hour of awesome African music. Wake up, dance this music. Like to stay on top of new music trends? Breakout artists? New releases? Maybe you just love the classic styles and artists of the past. Or simply the sound and feel of a good beat. Whatever your pleasure, you can get it every week right here on Music Time in Africa. So join me on your local FM station, Saturdays and Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Thanks, Heather. Senegal's first Nations Cup trophy was one of our big African football stories during the first part of this year. In this sunny side of sports highlight for 2022, Samson Omale looks back on the Nations Cup final. After 52 marches, 30 days of competition, it all came down to the finals. There's a little bit of an advantage for the men in green. Senegal gets the African Cup of Nations final underway. This might be an opportunity. Is there a penalty? What's Victor Gold say? Mane brought down. A much bigger penalty now. And it is Senegal who missed the opportunity in a wonderful save from Abu Gabal again. Quality of opposition they faced. Nothing like that of Egypt. Yes, Salah. Salah with a shot. And they with a save. Good running. Looking for the return pass. Chance in the middle for Jedro. Gomez, 19 minutes of footballer. The Cup of Nations final will continue with extra time. Mane! Mane! Senegal! Our African champions! 
continent. Mane thereafter spoke about the African victory, his penalty miss, and his teammates' encouragement after he missed the earlier penalty in regulation time. It's not only the most important trophy, but it's the more important day of my life, the best day of my life. And of course, so far the best trophy of my life. And I can't express my, 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 my feeling today. I'm very happy. The big difference today is my teammate. After missing the penalty, everybody come to me in the dressing room. Sajo, we don't care what, what happened. We lose together, we win together. We, we push again, and we're going to make it. And the end of when I was going to shoot the second penalty, they all come to me. We trust you, go do it. I think that makes the difference. I think that was the strength today for Senegal. So it gave me more motivation to shoot and score, and I did it for all of the people. The Liverpool star is also dedicating the trophy to his coach, Ali Sissé, and this is why. I think this trophy... It's the first ever trophy of the history of Senegal. So the people cry everything about it because they've been waiting so long. But still, this trophy myself, I think I give it to Alou Sisse. He deserves it. This man, for me, is something else. That's Senegal and Liverpool football star Sadio Mane. And thanks to Samson Omale for that report. And that wraps up the April 19th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports. I get it.